Ladies and gentlemen, people of all gender expressions, thank you for checking out the North Bank Media Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Strevens. And joining me on the show this evening was Mr. Alec Barbero, co-owner and operator of Compound Cut Club. That's a barber shop in downtown Edmonton. Uh, at 22 years old, uh, operating and owning your own business. That's not something I had even considered at that age, much less uh, even believe that I could do. Uh, so really just refreshing to sit down with a young guy who's who's driven, who's focused, and who believes in in his vision and in his mission, and who's, who's you know, making life better for others around him. Um, you know, and it's also a testament to, to, as he says, just say yes. You know, we were introduced to each other uh, digitally, virtually by Himalaya Junio, who was on the show a few months ago. And he didn't have to say yes, Alec didn't, but he did. And so we got together at Compound and we, we spoke for for an hour or so and really just had a great time and, and, and I think learned a lot from each other and, and really just enjoy the experience. So I think what's important to note here is this this trend of young up-and-coming entrepreneurs who are running their business and also creating content as a way to market their business and to position themselves as authorities in their sphere. And, and Alec is, is working hard at that and doing a pretty great job. So... Um, you know, if you're if you're interested in marketing, if you're interested in hairstyling, if you're interested in maybe getting a little bit of a kick in the ass to get your 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 life in gear, here's a here's a guy in his early twenties who's uh, who's got his whole life ahead of him, who's already making big strides. So, really enjoyed this one. Uh, an outgoing and a funny guy with an interesting perspective, and uh, looks like he gives great haircuts too. So maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll make my way down there in the new year for uh, <laughs> a little work on this salad, but. In the meantime, enjoy this one, a fun one, a conversation with Mr. Alec Barbero. Nice looking shop. Thanks, man. Uh, you own the place, huh? Yes, sir. Right on. Open for two years now. Okay, in this in this very location. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. Busy. Uh, before COVID, man. Not gonna lie, it was bumping. We only had six barbers. Okay. Cause we opened 2019. What? Open for like August, September, October, like four months, and then COVID hit. Damn. But um, definitely slowed down. Yeah. After COVID, like, you know, after restrictions, it's go it's coming back up again. Good. Which is good, but not the same. Still not the same. Man. What a shame, hey. A lot of people but you could have you didn't go under, hey, like you, you refused to, to just fold up shop. Yeah, no. Definitely closing down the shop was never in our in our thoughts. So nice. the government definitely helped a lot. Mm -hmm. But yeah. With the like the small business loan? Yeah, business small. loan, lots of grants. Mm -hmm. Cause we've been open, like for like a year before the big lockdown. So right. nice, right on. Why why barbershop? Cause you could have. Cause you you invested your money in any business. You could have. Yeah. What why? why well, barber? I was already a barber. Oh, you were okay. So, 2016 was when I started barbering. Okay. I opened this shop in 2019. Nice. But, bro, when you're like cutting hair, your your main big goal was always to open like for any barber. Sure. Just to open a barber shop. Right. And that was mine too, right? Mm -hmm. I was like, you know what? I'm going to cut hair. If I'm cutting hair, my goal should be to open a shop. Right. And it was. But I got here. It's it's fun. Like, mm -hmm. I love it. But, like, it's actually not as 
easy as I thought. Like, okay. if you're a barbershop owner, it doesn't mean you're already successful. No. Not at all, bro. Like, <laughs> now we're stuck with all the bills, sure. this and that. It's way harder than everyone thinks. If I could give myself a tip back then, definitely be like, yo, if you're going to open a shop, it's not, it's not going to be for the money. Right. <laughs> right. I would tell myself that. It's, right. it's like bigger than that. Right, it is bigger than that. And yeah. that's kind of the difference between a guy that just works for somebody and a guy who works for himself, right? You, yeah. you took on all that risk. Yeah, and like we, we created this space where me and my friends, these, mm. all the barbers here are just my friends. <laughs> Pretty much that's, what's, that's the whole benefit of it is we can have like a space mm -hmm. for me and my friends to just come hang out and the money, mm -hmm. it might be tight sometimes, but sure. at least we, we're having fun at work. Yeah. So that's cool. You employ six of your friends or how many? Well, there's 12 of us now. Oh, wow. Oh, damn. But 12 on staff. Only 10 chairs. So there's still lots of people that want to come work here, but that's why we're looking for like a bigger space. Well, right on. That's a good sign. If yeah. You're <laughs> right? Yeah. Who's, who, who, what's your customer? Like, who's your typical customer that comes in here? Like age or? Yeah. yeah. So... Most of us are like in our 20s. Our oldest one is like 30. Okay. So we attract the same type of people we are. Gotcha. Like, you know, like college students, high school, mm -hmm. or like like um, young young professionals, young I would professionals. say. Cool. We should say we're at the Compound Cut Club. Yes. Shouts out. All the links should be down below or something. They will be. Yeah. <laughs> okay, thanks. Appreciate no, that. They will be. They will be. Uh, 106th Avenue, about 98th Street. So it's a... It's a rougher part of town. Yeah. But you, you're finding business is good? Yeah, definitely. We're not getting lots of foot traffic. Mm -hmm. But we're getting foot traffic from the homeless guys. Oh. <laughs> but, but like customer-wise, yeah. no, nothing. Mm. Because we do all our marketing online. Okay. People come to us. We just need to be somewhere convenient with parking. Yep. Oh, and that's, that's huge. That's what it is. Lots of parking all of, out there. All of downtown, uh -huh. there's no free parking like this. No. Which is, uh, yeah, and it's cheaper rent. Because it's in the ghetto. For sure. But, yeah, we have barbers coming from south, west, east, north. Interesting. We meet in the middle, so it's convenient for all of our clients. Cool. Plus, McEwen's there, Nate's there. True. So, our next location, we're still trying to make it central. Right. But we need to fit, I think, more what barbers. Because 20? What's the goal? Hopefully. How big you want to get? 20, we can definitely fill up easy. Yeah. So is it, in a way, in a sense, is it kind of like real estate where like each of these barbers is going out and getting his own clients and kind of doing that networking? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Cool. Everybody get their own clients. Like we're not going to hire someone that's just going to sit there, you know? Right, 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 right. So they, in, in a sense, have to be entrepreneurs too. They yeah. Have, they have to be risk takers and, and people, people persons. <laughs> people, yeah. People, right? Exactly. We don't hire the skill. We have to hire like the, the person. Right. Isn't that the crazy thing too? It's like you can teach the skill. Yeah. But you can't always teach, you know, doing the right things. Yeah. The personality, like we can't, we can take them to the river. We can't force them to drink. Absolutely. Like, you know? So you don't, you don't drink, you don't get paid. How about, you know, yeah. that's kind of, so is it like commission? Yeah. It's called commission. 100% commission. Yeah. Oh, right on. So there's really in it. There's like a big a, risk. Yeah. yeah. Huge risk and a real what's the word, like a, an incentive for them to, to do yeah. it, right? Because it's like... If you're cutting more, you're getting paid more. Beautiful, so, right? So it's all up your, to you. Who's your top guy, can you say? Mm, blue. Everybody blue. knows Blue's busy. Right. 
Um, us owners are usually pretty booked up. Me and Jules, there's mm-hmm. two owners. Okay. Um, Arthens booked up. But yeah, it's just our regular guys. When you come, you'll, you'll see. Oh, uh, yeah. Cut, next cut. I need, I need to come, I think. <laughs> I'm saying, yeah. Yeah, for sure. We won't line your, your beard up too Pre- sharp. Yo. Appreciate that. Yeah, Make that was natural. The- <laughs> Appreciate that. Talking about I think that. I'm done with the beard. Just keep it, keep it like stubble for now. But yeah, yeah. Well, but I like that, the it's like good. the back going on. Yeah. Well, it's I haven't got a cut since probably August. So I'm just oh, like, so you weren't growing the back out? No, no. So it just kind of all grow like that. Yeah. Isn't that kind of? This is new. I think because I'm aging, it's growing a little Ooh. slower on the on the top and the front, and the, but the back is still. That's the trend right now, though. Just let the back go. Yeah, modern mullet. The modern mullet. You have to fade the sides, okay. leave the back, and then just... Oh, man, I don't know if I could do it. <laughs> I don't know if I have the confidence to do that. Hey, man, <laughs> it's like when you're working at your job, everybody's going to be looking at you instead of the game. Damn. It's up to uh, you, though, man. I don't know if you want that attention. I, well, that's the thing. Is like, do I want the attention? <laughs> I wanna, I'm, beh- I'm behind the camera for a reason. You know? Yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> I'll think about it. Like, uh, do you know much about hockey? Are you a hockey fan at all? Or I wish. No? Oh, that's okay. <laughs> I, I was thinking of a certain player, Patrick Kane, who he's, yeah. he's got the mullet going, the modern mullet. Yeah, yeah. So. Is he on the Oilers? No, he plays for... <laughs> <laughs> that's how much I know, that's bro. That's all good, man. It's all good. He, he plays for Chicago, I think. So he's an American guy. Hey. I guess... So what is... Talk to me then a little bit about your marketing strategy, because you're obviously young. You're probably doing it in a, in a sort of mm-hmm. contemporary way, your marketing. Yeah. So, like, I just took, like, this mentorship program mm-hmm. from a barber in the U.S. Okay. He doesn't do crazy amount of social media, mm-hmm. but he's still, he's still getting busy, right? But uh, there's a lot of low-hanging f- fruits. Okay. So those are the low-effort low things that you can just get lots of results from. Mm. Um, recently, I've just been focused on those things, like SEO. Sure. Because SEO is, like, search engine optimization on Google. Right. If you set up your website properly if you mm-hmm. set it up properly right people will just find you like they're already looking for a barber and sure. they'll find you right. but uh mainly before that we were doing social media okay just trying to you know make funny videos trying to <laughs> <laughs> trying to just market the haircuts the product right i mean mm-hmm. just let them know what they're getting but my main thing is i want to i want everyone to be personal mm. personalized with it I want them to show their face. I want them to, because when you show the people behind the business, mm-hmm. they're easily like we're we're marketing to people. Yes. If you show people, you know, they're just <laughs> just easier to connect with the. Right. Uh, so I really like doing that. I tell them, yo, just show your face. Sure. You don't even have to show your haircuts, man. <laughs> that's that's so, it, right? Yeah. Like I don't need to see scissors cutting hair. But if I see a smiling face or a guy that looks like me or a guy who looks cool. <laughs> I'm saying. <laughs> right? So, yeah. That's kind of the trick about marketing, right? It's, to me, I guess, it's the, it's the experience of, of getting my hair cut here. It's not yes. what scissors or what shampoo you're using, yes. really, for the, for the average person, right? Um, now, yeah. What's the experience of coming to Compound Cut Club? The experience? Yeah. 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 So, um, obviously, when you walk in, I tell my barbers you have to greet everybody so mm, nice. so you're gonna get that greet so just expect it mm-hmm. okay if you didn't get it just complain uh, to me right to me and tell me who who it was that you didn't that they didn't say hi to you okay because they're supposed to okay so expect it to the people right <laughs> but uh yeah it's more like hey man what's up bro 
who'd you book your appointment with and then you just sit down it's more comfy yeah it's not like like you come here first time might be intimidating but second mm. third fourth time everybody will get to know you nice it's more of just pretend you're just going over to your friend's house nice you walk in you're just mm. like i'm just i'm just waiting for you then to finish your haircut and then I'm, it's my turn next nice it's kind of just like more it's not we're not we're we try to be professional mm-hmm. but we're not crazy professional i hear you, I hear you. It's, there's no pressure here you can do whatever you can be yourself Right on. That's that's you know probably I mean? the way to do it, man. Just make a space where people feel mm-hmm. comfortable, accepted, and they can just be themselves. They can chill on the couch. Yeah, and like some of our clients argue about sports and stuff. <laughs> you know, nice. like that's the best when when we're yelling across the room, mm-hmm. like, "Yo, what did you say? Where's the, what's going on this weekend?" <laughs> nice. That and uh, obviously we still try to gi- we we do give you the the nice haircut and for sure we, we get to know you. Mm-hmm. The barbers here know their clients. Let's just say that. Sure. I like that. I know a lot of barbers or a lot of clients might have experienced just going in, mm-hmm. get the haircut. You don't you didn't even get the guy's name. No. <laughs> Who's no. your barber's name? What's your barber's name? Yeah. The guy that screwed me and then screwed me again was <laughs> his name was Mike. Okay, at least you know his name. Right. But Does never, he know your name? Uh, maybe not. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like we talk to our clients. That's our biggest thing. Like we we try to give them what they want, mm-hmm. and we, we let them know what haircut suits them. Right on. Yeah. That's cool. So I'm curious about that, too, is, like, what's the, the balance between what the client wants and what, what you know they need? <laughs> yes. So it's all about communication. So right. let them know what you think will work if, you're, if you were the barber. Mm-hmm. Let them know what you think works best. If the client says no to it, okay, that's fine. Right. Some like some clients already know what they like, so mm-hmm. it really depends on the client. Okay. And so sometimes a guy might come in and say, "You just yeah, you. do you yeah?" <laughs> but you can't be picky. Right. Wait a bit right. On that. that was that video you posted where the guy was like, "Yeah, do your thing, do, do your you, thing." Uh, uh, too high. Too, too high. high though, yo. <laughs> but no, we get so many different t- types of clients. Mm-hmm. We kind of just made videos about them just to be funny, yes. but everybody everybody um, relates to them. So, totally, yeah. they do. <laughs> and it, you got me thinking about like I, I, I don't know for sure, but in the United States, there's like a culture within the African American barber shops where it's like it is like a a place to go and I don't know hang yeah. out, be yeah. with other men, talk, yell, whatever. Yeah, you you see a little bit of that here on a good day. Yes, that's awesome. Well, I mean, every day. Every day. Pretty much just yo, what's up, man? <laughs> like we treat our clients like our friends. So cool. How would you, like the way you treat your friends? You just you don't care. Like <laughs> obviously in the beginning we don't we need to vibe it out, see what sure. type of person they are. Mm-hmm. If they want that experience where they where they're just sitting, that's fine too. Okay. So you get you kind of get what you want. Like you know mm-hmm. what I mean? No, I totally hear you. You gotta yeah. vibe it out. That's the right. Yeah, that's that's, what, that's the that's phrase. What the young guys say. The vibe it out, yeah. <laughs> So we should say too, you do some podcasting and some content creation. So is that, yeah. you see that as all part of the effort of getting clients into your barbershop or how do you look at that code of content marketing that you're doing? Oh, so yeah, my different types of content kind of have different targets. Okay. I'm, I'm kind of like everywhere with it where um, my main goal was to make this shop busy, but I also mm-hmm. have different goals outside of that. Okay. So for my content with other entrepreneurs, mm. I call it the Edmonton Young Legends. 
yeah, that's yeah. kind of more for I, I like building businesses okay let me just see how these guys did it right like it's kind of just i'm gonna talk to them anyway might as well get it on video that's how i talk to them Beautiful. if i'm cutting their hair anyway right you know what i mean yeah i do love that that you're cutting their hair while they were yeah, yeah. i was thinking i should do that for this podcast and then i saw that <laughs> i was like oh fuck of course he thought of that already like that's not like oh really yeah you thought about getting a haircut doing this yeah, yeah. but then i saw you already did it i was like well maybe that's i mean we still could have done it but we st- but like i won't i'm not as uh it's so hard bro especially it? <laughs> if it's first time cutting the guy yeah i have to think about the haircut and think of questions oh, bro man. sometimes i get lost sometimes you get but, lost uh, if i was the if i was the guy you're answering like you're questioning yeah bro i don't think i would be able to answer them properly oh if you right if i was sitting there yeah. interviewing you while you were cutting my yeah. hair yeah. Your, your hair won't be as good bro <laughs> but uh that's okay that's okay so that's good that we didn't do that then maybe yeah next time <laughs> next, next time, time. now once we're once we vibed it out <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh yeah for that content that's my main goal mm-hmm. it's like yo i love entrepreneurship mm-hmm. let's see what other people are doing in edmonton and also mm-hmm. it inspires people that want to do the same yeah like, you know totally um uh, for my other content I'm, i have an online academy for barbers okay so that's another target of mine barbers around the world nice i can't just i can't just market for edmonton no more i could still target the edmonton barbers but you know it's a it's a it's only mm-hmm. so much that there's there that's yeah. there right so now you're going worldwide so to speak for other barbers how's that so going I, it's not bad yeah i did launch it a year ago okay it was an it was a course mm-hmm. to start but i sold like i don't know four thousand five thousand worth it's not bad not bad but and you put together like a video course yeah oh, okay sweet but the whole year i was just working on making it better making it right. better yeah. and now it's like i found out like you know the actual way how mm-hmm. to become fully booked before i was teaching how to cut hair okay but now i'm teaching how to be fully booked ah, you know like what i mean the business side of it more. yeah yeah that's that and like that's cool there was no i was not promising a result huh now with my course there's mm. a result that you're gonna get nice like okay you can learn how to cut hair but like there's so many ways oh yeah to, yeah and it's besides, kind of a new opportunity instead of yes you know and that's what every barber wants like wouldn't like if i'm a barber if i've gone to school do I, don't do i need you to f- educate me further or do i need you to educate me about how to get people in the in the seats yeah exactly like that's how you stay in the thing in the first totally, place. <laughs> totally. Okay, you could be the best barber in the world if no one knows about you, no one goes to you. Right. So that's got me thinking. As a videographer, I could teach a course on like focus and white balance and exposure and all that crap, but you don't need that. Maybe I could teach how to how to interview, how to put someone at ease who has yeah. to, you know what I mean? Amen. How to get an interview set up and, and shot and done in half an hour. You yeah. know, stuff that's like... Well, more you, niche, more, yeah, yes. more like new opportunity because... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I looked into the market of barbering. Okay. There's not many coaching. So now... Oh, nice. Uh, it's like a higher ticket. I sell for like 2K. Nice. A lot of people know about it already. Where can I get that if I, if I were a, bur- a barber? Yeah. Where would I find this? I usually just... Um, I don't do cold okay. leads. I just warm them up on Instagram. They DM me. Nice. I tell them, yo, let me see if this is the right thing for you. Nice. Just because I don't want... like. A random barber to just come and I have to train them right away I have right. to get to know them first too like it works both ways sure but uh vibe it out yeah like 
the marketing for barbering is definitely like oh, I have to think outside the box now. Right. Instead of just Edmonton, I got the whole world. And right when I had an online business, because mm-hmm. this like cutting hair, I have to target people to come here locally. Right. But now that I have this online product mm-hmm. that I can sell like unlimited amount of like times, mm-hmm. now I'm like, damn, I've I'm. I always have something to do now. Right. There's always more. <laughs> and bro, when I as soon as I turned to online, mm-hmm. I was just like my brain is just nonstop now. Right. It's, it's bro. It's, it's good and it's bad. It's, right. Good and bad. Does it take you away? Does it take you out of the real world almost sometimes when you're thinking about how am I going to represent this on the internet? You know what I mean? Yes, <laughs> bro. I'm just like driving. My girl's there, <laughs> and my mind's on YouTube on marketing or right. like how am I going to sell this better I'm just shifting driving my girl's talking to me I'm like oh oh, oh yeah you were here <laughs> you know it's, okay it's just like you. a topic that I'm so obsessed now like That's marketing what is it what is it that what is it that fulfills for you like this this marketing of your business what is that it's like a control it's like you're what is it that really you know could you put a word to it a reason why you're pursuing it so hard yeah well the barbers that are that i'm actually helping yo Mm -hmm. they get to stick into the into the barbering like they don't actually because a lot of barbers don't stay like it's a hard is that right bro because you don't make much if you google it you don't make much right right but same thing with videographers a lot of people like videos but not everyone makes it right yeah and nobody wants to pay for a video (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, everybody got a There's nice a iPhone c- now. Yeah, that is true. They think they can make the fucking videos we make, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, the obviously I don't want to be cliche about it, no, but like no. the fact that I get to help a barber, mm-hmm. the fact that all these barbers are happy going to work, right? It's just like that's more than money, right? Nice. You're building a, a community. It sounds like you're building a yeah. team, a tribe, whatever you want to say. Yeah, and they don't even have to be in Edmonton. Like some right. of them are like. In Calgary, Winnipeg, I think I had a student in Ontario, mm-hmm. pretty much Canada, I think, because they connect to me more. Okay. But, uh, bro, it's satisfying just seeing them succeed in the industry. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's right yeah, on, man. Just helping. What is it that you think that they're missing? Like, why, why, what is it that you're really providing? Is it they just don't have the confidence to go for it? They don't look at it, they're looking at it too small? Like, what is it? What, like, um, like what you said earlier. It? Yeah. Bro, like you said earlier, yo, when I'm, when people are marketing to me, mm-hmm. I don't care about how they cut the scissors. Right. That's what barbers are focused on right, right. now. They want to show the haircut. I posted a video on TikTok. It blew up. My first video, it blew up. Okay. I said, right off the bat, I said, stop posting haircuts. <laughs> I got so many dislikes. and uh, Really? Well, TikTok, I just got a lot of this, uh, like uh, bad comments. Mm. But that's what they're missing, bro. Right. They're so worried about the haircut. Even with the haircut, like the experience, they think they just got to be a good haircutter. Hmm. No, it's all oh. about the experience. That's what I teach. Right. Teaching. All about the experience, man. Right on, right on. And the people that do care about the haircut, mm. they're going to be the, your worst clients. They're going to be so picky. Uh-huh. And they're going to be the ones like, oh, yo, bro, can you do this? They're going to give you a headache and they won't tip you as much. And they, Because <laughs> they don't appreciate you, it sounds like. They're just in there to... Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. So that's what they're missing. That's the big thing. Right. It's no secret. A lot of people know it, but they don't know how ah. to actually give the 
to give the experience. So it almost sounds like you're teaching these barbers to like build a brand around themselves and have and like find some values maybe find some. I actually uh, broke it down even more to sure, like, sure. okay, what does the service need? I okay. broke it down to like, I have the paper somewhere, but okay, sure. oh, checklist, service checklist, mm-hmm. the follow up, the nice. just the. I just broke down everything so that okay. it's like dummy proof. Dummy proof, which we need these days. Lots yeah. of dummies out there. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, I made it so simple, you, like anyone can do it. Like, nice. Okay, the haircut needs to be nice though, but like after a while, the haircut doesn't get any better. The experience <laughs> gets better. Right? Yeah. Right. You can only, yeah. I mean, it's an art cutting hair, but like you, you get so good at it, right? Like you could yeah. do anything. But or it could be good to you, but to the client. Like, yo, every time you, you cut me, bro, it's the same thing. But you might have thought you did better. The guy's like, yeah, like, I style it the same. Uh, I didn't notice <laughs> any difference, you know what I mean? Right. So just finding the values of each client mm. and hitting those values. Right. So there, th- that is it, right? It's like the client-barber relationship that yeah, you're really yeah. seeking to improve, yep. I guess. Right on, right on. So what then, what does, the, what does that look like? What's the next step of that? Do you have like the next program, the next course that you envision or? Yeah, so yeah, there's different ladders. So let's say they can't afford the 2K yet. Mm-hmm. They have the online course. Mm-hmm. Cause the coach, the 2K comes with coaching. I have to call them every single week. Oh wow. It's more of accountability. That's good. Yeah. Right on. So it's, it's like personal trainer, but for barbering. That's cool, man. But uh, after that, I mean, I haven't really thought about it. No. Well, but it's okay. It might come to you once you're, you know, once you've been in it for. Yeah. <laughs> your next course might be how to move a barber shop from one location yeah. to the next, right? No, like, I could teach that. Yeah, for real. Yeah, for real. So, and you're looking to get out of here fairly soon, right? It sounds like. Um, we'll next, see. Yeah. We're not in no rush because we're happy. Yeah. Like. Yeah. There's no, every we still get clients. They Good. still like the food around here. Okay. And I don't know. They might move the homeless guys, I think. I don't know. Oh, I, yeah, I don't know. So That's I mean, the only bad part is the homeless people. They cause trouble for you, hey? Um, they don't come in okay. ever, but they just don't look good outside and people right. notice. Mm-hmm. Like, they're nice to us. They don't do anything to us. There's no harm. Right. But it definitely doesn't benefit. <laughs> doesn't, yeah, I hear you. And there's not much um, foot traffic. Let's right. say we were in like inside Westmont tomorrow, we'd definitely get lots of fa- foot traffic, right? True. You have a guy just walk in. Yeah. On a, you know, on a whim without yeah. thinking about it. Yeah, we definitely don't get that. There's no, no. advantage of us being here. Hmm. That's, that's interesting. No now, having, having worked downtown for the last couple of years, have you seen an increase in the homeless situation down yes. here? It's gotten worse. Bro, COVID, I think, messed up a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, people that were on the edge that were then. Yeah, healthy. boom. Yeah, that's too bad. You can tell with the ho- what type of homeless they are, too. Okay. Like, yo, this guy still got nice clothes probably just recently you know wow some of them been there a long time some of them there's nothing wrong with them at all it's just like you can just tell COVID hit them i never really talked to them but i've mm-hmm. always wanted to just to know their story yeah but i don't want to talk to them and then all of a sudden they're here every day you know right that's kind of i have to just talk to them out of randomly like maybe up there right right yeah don't you hate to say it but you're right if they, if you yeah. give them that charity, they they could take advantage of it. But yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I might have to do it like anonymously down there, you know, mm-hmm. just to find. It'd be interesting. I'd love to have a person who was who was unhoused, homeless, on this show and yeah. talk to them. But 
I don't know. There's a lot of distrust between that community and yeah. us, right? They don't. They're not. I mean, they're not super proud of where they're at in life. I think, and they don't maybe want to talk. There's about There's different it. types, obviously. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Just like different, different clients. There's different. <laughs> yeah. There's too many different types of people, man. It's crazy, bro. It actually like, I'm so amazed by it. Yeah. I, like I talk to my clients, mm. and like, I want to become a therapist now. I kind of I'm already just because mm-hmm. I talk to them and I talk them into like their advices and their life some of them are like you know they're not in in a good shape but they say I helped them out so well, that's awesome it gives man. me satisfaction too so when you because that's part of the of the art of being a barber isn't it is to put that person at ease and to get them to relax right and open yeah. up bro because men who else would you like mm-hmm. okay you have friends but like you you don't talk to them like your barber like no well maybe I mean, not your barber <laughs> but like yeah we just fucking we get them to open up man you find that hey yeah and like That's like open up open up like yo this really? thing the things they tell us the things they tell their therapists man really hey yeah like personal that's yeah, really bro. interesting i wouldn't have thought that because usually when that's, I get my that's haircut, what kind of that's what kind of relationship we have with our client. right well, there you go because when it's me at the barbershop boys it's like 10 minutes of small talk and then <laughs> silence <laughs> yeah no. yeah it's definitely different here bro what's the key there how do you how do you make that happen well first of all our haircuts are 30 minutes because that's what your appointments blocked in for okay and it's the clients we get are the same type of people we are it's easy to connect mm-hmm. it's not just walk-ins I mean I guess that's the benefit of our marketing is we we attract this, the people we like. Ah, it's nice. not just random people coming in. Ah, who the hell is this guy, you know? Right, right. They are actually found us. They connected to us. That's why they're here in the first place. Yeah. So talking to them is easy. Okay. Like, Yo, what's up, man? Oh, who, who like, we know their friend. Mm-hmm. We connected them somehow. Interesting. So that's really cool. It's You've you found your niche, it sounds like. Yeah. All right on. Yeah, I think so. Well, I wanted to. I did want to bring up too. On the way here, I listened to the podcast you did with the guy. Was it Joe Sway? Yeah, is that his name? And listening, that guy was your age, twenty-two, and yeah. he's talking about how he's been grinding, entrepreneurial style since he was sixteen. Yeah. And I thought, man, that's it's awesome to hear that. As an, I'm thirty-two, right? So when I was that age, like I said, I wasn't thinking that way. But it's so cool to know that there's guys because you can get a bad, you can get in a bad mood or a bad view on the way the world is going. But when I hear young guys out there saying, man, I'm, I'm, I'm trying this, I'm trying that, I'm like, all right, we're going to be okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's know? true. Like a lot yeah. of people lose hope in humanity, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I like to find the good in people. Right on. And uh, definitely with the online stuff, everybody making so much, so much money. Like yeah. there's so many ways to make money now. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I think there's more routes to, quote unquote, to be successful. Yes. But... There's still a lot of people that are lost in my like my age, especially okay. like especially, they don't know what to do. Mm. But that's the main point of my content too. Like, there's a lot of ways. <laughs> like like right. what you're saying, yeah, this guy's grinding and this and that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, because um, the route you took was what um, you went to school. Yeah, I, exactly right. I, I finished high school, got then I went to university for four years, and then just by a stroke of luck, got a, a job with a production company, and then that sent me down. Mm-hmm. The big thing there was to work at that production company, I had to be a freelancer. So they didn't employ me, but they just contracted me. And that... I did, they, did they look at, like, oh, this guy went to film school? Yeah. 
for oh, sure you did? yeah okay. but, it, it, but it was luck like it, they looked at it it was like well it was all film theory didn't know how to really work a camera <laughs> didn't know didn't know how to run the editing software you kind of learned after right it's like we can teach you that but clearly you can that's kind of the thing about a university degree it's like okay you're hard working you can you can yeah, stick they to the know. plan yeah right. they know Right. You went through it. Right. But it's not the fact that I learned about all that shit. They didn't really even care. But it was like, well, you got the degree, you know? Yeah. But that was just how it was for me and the people that I grew up with. It was like, that was kind of the path. I feel like that was always the path, though. Mm. Like, yeah. even everybody's parents, like, yep. go to school, this and that. I mean, it was tough making it, like, uh, 10 years ago if you didn't have nothing. That's true. That it I think it was way tougher than now, right? You think it's easier now? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, because of the internet mostly. Yeah, like largely. I know, my first episode, I have to bring him in again. Dropshipper, bro. Oh. Legit, like made millions. That's unreal. That stuff. Is, I got Online. into that like just trying to understand it. Yeah. The potential there, man. You don't. He has an on, he has an online course too. So. Oh, what's his name? Yang Gub. Yang Gub. That's his Instagram, but uh. Nice. Right now. He's actually helping me out with my, with my marketing selling. Okay. He's the best marketer I know, bro. Cause um, he knows exactly what to say on the ads. He knows exactly what to say on the videos to get people to, mm. to act. That's what marketing is, pretty much yeah. just getting people to do something you want them to do. Well said. What 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 is that? What does he have? What's the secret sauce that he's got? You know. You bro, idea? he knows which emojis <laughs> to use. He, kn- <laughs> it's just try and error, bro. Cause yeah. Yeah. With marketing, like let's say you had video A, video B. Sure. And then, ah, this one's better. You mm. think that way. But you never really know until you bring it out there. Right. Don't, don't judge your, your marketing stuff mm-hmm. based out of you. The market decides. Absolutely. That's what the market's yeah. great, great at. <laughs> you just you upload what. both and then see which one's better. Right. You don't decide. The people decide. That's right. That's the whole thing about the market. Like people say capitalism or whatever market, the markets are evil. No, no. The markets just tell you what you're worth. Yeah, exactly, man. It's, it's, you know, it's a very useful thing. Mm -hmm. I think, yeah, you you just learn from putting out because he was making lots of ads he's making lots of products, everything. It's just trial and error, bro. What kind of products was he drop shipping? You know, Uh, just random stuff, bro. Like they're not even like new stuff like you know the fidget spinner if oh, you yeah. were selling that you would have made money in either way in like <laughs> in the right timing for sure but it wasn't those types of products that he was um making lots of money from okay he just takes a product that people already buy anyway mm-hmm. and then just puts it in front of the right people it's not about winning product winning product no he just does okay people are gonna buy this right it's, it's good like people have it already or you know yeah it's like some essential product that's going to be bought in any way. And he's just targeting yeah. the ads to the right people. Yeah. And then just trial and error. Trial and error. That's right. So you try with $5 a day. Mm-hmm. If it works with $5, try with $10. It's still making money. Keep going up. <laughs> that's what it is. Right. So if it makes, like, let's say if $1 made you two, mm-hmm. how much would you spend you just try to spend as much as you can, like a million. Right. And make two million. Right. You're up one million. <laughs> so that's pretty much the game. Just in increments, right? In baby yeah. steps. This is working. This is working. It's tough now, though, right? Because social yeah. media platforms really... Well, I actually have no idea. But The I iOS 14 messed it up, like Apple. Oh, really? Yeah. People that don't want to... Like, I think it, it doesn't track as much of your behavior now. Oh. Because before they can track 
they can put oh. on their targeting. Yo, I want moms like that are shopping for mm-hmm. gardening t- tools. Yeah. And then Facebook knows that information. Boom, yeah. you target them. But now you can't. Uh, that's gone away now? Or I think some rumored? people, yeah. Oh, okay. Apparently. I got into ads a little bit uh, at the start of the pandemic. And mm-hmm. when I saw what the back end looked like as far as what I could choose. It's crazy. I was like, How do they know that? Yeah, like when people say, yeah, I hate my phone. It's always listening. <laughs> I mean, I think it is. Fuck. <laughs> How much information they know, bro? I know. <laughs> but um, Elon sure. Musk talked about one of the that topic on, on his podcast with Joe Rogan. He's like, mm. Elon Musk was like, yeah, they might be listening, but it's like, okay, how, why, would, why would the government care about your naked pictures? <laughs> they don't. What are they going to use that for? Right. Use that against you? All they're going to, like, all, all they should care about is their, um, the products you need. People now, Facebook has a way of, to fucking show you the right products, totally. which is actually good for you. Because you're gonna, you need sure. it. If you, I mean, if you're I mean, buying it, you need it. I think so. I think yeah. you can make that <laughs> argument for sure. It's like, I mean, unless you're like out of control. Well, that's it. Like too. a gambler or something. Well, yeah. Right? What are they selling you, right? It's like this guy loves alcohol, and we're gonna. Just uh, keep, yeah, true. <laughs> you know. But no, they have uh, guidelines about those stuff. Oh, okay. Money, alcohol. Mm. Facebook doesn't let those stuff. So, like people that are scared of, ah, oh, my phone's listening to me, bro. Like, what are they going to use the fucking naked photo of you for? Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, it's, all, <laughs> it's also like the phone is listening. And people say, well, I've got nothing to hide. It's like, okay, fine. But the phone is also listening. You know, like there's an... It, someday that could be a problem. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if you're a drug dealer, yeah. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, you're Big getting... Time. You're yeah. getting, yeah. That's why dr- uh, drug dealers need like the brick phone, right? Yeah. Like, the, like the crack <laughs> phone or whatever. But, um... Well, apparently it's easier to track text messages than Facebook. So, oh really? I think they just use Facebook now. Oh, okay. But I don't know where I get that from. Police don't fucking go after <laughs> me. <laughs> it's an educated guess. Uh yeah, yeah, just yeah. educated guess, man. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you were saying you were saying that sometimes you're just you're so obsessed or so in the just about pursuing your business, about building your business, advertising, whatever. What mm-hmm. I guess I gotta know, like you you said too. That there's people in your generation who are who are lost and don't have that kind of why why in you do you have this drive to this fire in you to to build and to do when some people don't yeah um i think i got lucky because i found my passion right away mm. but it also my passion led me to other things okay because my passion was cutting hair okay i discovered it by cutting my friend in the basement i said bro this is fun <laughs> if i could do this for a living that'd be great cool because it won't be work. But um, from barbering, I found out that I liked businesses after we were stopped from cutting hair. Hmm. Pandemic. Right. So we right. couldn't cut hair. Right. Cut, no, no. Okay, let's, so I'm not a barber. Or so, I'm a barber. But you can't But, cut but I'm not a barber because right. of pandemic. <laughs> so now I ask myself, what the fuck am I then? I'm not cutting hair. I'm not a barber right now. So I got into like the videos marketing okay. mm-hmm. and then i found out about marketing and like all the other all the tools like the emojis yeah it's like damn it's all psychology and like right me talking to my clients like bro i know so much like i know a lot because mm-hmm. i i get i have access to all these people right how they react so marketing in general is just like a, 
I found out through my business mm. that, that I love marketing. Gotcha. But um, I don't know, bro. It's kind of just like a domino. For I sure. found out barbering, boom, domino to my marketing. Right. And now my biggest passion is building businesses. Mm. It kind of all relates, right? It all relates. Barbering, building businesses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, if you don't know your why, it's hard to just pursue shit. Like, That's it. I don't blame these guys for not doing shit in their life. Right. Just because they don't know what to do. They don't know why they mm-hmm. would do it. Right. So that's, that was going to say, that sounds like it. You found that thing that just, you don't, you don't, there's no it's easier, reason. Yeah. yeah. Easier. It, yeah. It is the why, but like for me, it is video. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know what it is standing behind the camera, just following the action. <laughs> yeah. I'm in my happy place. Yeah. And so whatever it takes me to do that, that's what I follow. But yeah. then I have, I also have friends who they just do a job, you know, but I don't think they found that. Yeah. I mean, sometimes they sacrifice by doing that mm-hmm. job they don't like for sure. so they can build other things. I don't hate on it, you know? No, no. They find the, the satisfaction in that, like, oh, mm-hmm. finances. Yeah, I like to build my portfolio. Yeah. I like to build, I want to buy a house mm-hmm. so I can, you know, living in that house is satisfying for them. Yeah. Hey, if I, they're really happy, then, you know, I support them. Mm-hmm. I just hate the people that aren't happy and they're not doing anything about it. That's when I, I have to come in and help them out. Like, okay, why? What's the reason, you know? Right. Have you had conversations like that, maybe even with clients who are like, I'm lost? All the time, bro. Yeah. All the Is time. that common among men, you find? or? Well, I have to be super, super close with them or, mm. you know, I kind of read some people. They have a problem. Sometimes I'm scared to ask. Right. Obviously, men. <laughs> if it was a salon, boom, easy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, you're right, though. Yeah. There's a difference there. Do the, you have girl, girl uh, view, listeners? I don't know. I don't think I have any listeners. <laughs> uh, we're good. We're good, yeah. guys. It's all good. This is, <laughs> this is the man show right here. <laughs> but, yeah, there's just uh, one girl listening. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm really not supposed to listen to this? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's Himalaya who's listening just to be Oh, nice. yeah, Himalaya. <laughs> Thanks for watching, Himalaya. <laughs> I love, I love throwing in those things in podcasts. You have to, man. You have to do the little asides. Thanks for watching. Yeah, Stuff exactly. Because like you know? they're real ones. They're real ones if they're actually listening to that, you know? Yeah. What I'm looking... Okay, so I did, like I said, I did 100 episodes this year. Yeah. I'm almost there. I think I'm going to strip it down to like 40 episodes next year. And I really yeah. want to focus on like clips from the episodes, you know, really market like... Like Ryan. Yeah. Pineda. I don't know him. Just some real estate guy. Okay. There's a there's an agency. No, he's Vegas. Oh, oh Vegas. There's like an agency okay. he hired. That's that's all they do. Strip yeah. down podcasts, reuse them to like a hundred clips. Ah, see, that's because rather than me rush out like a hundred shitty episodes or a hundred decent episodes, <laughs> I'd like to make maybe one episode a week where I really live with that episode and then market each episode. Too. Yeah, yeah. What do you yeah. think about that? That's smart. Yeah, that's the move. That's smart. Okay. Because, well, what's the point? Like, what what's is the, the goal? What is the goal? See, the goal was in year one was just to become better at conversing. You're good now, bro. I think I'm good. You're hum, bro. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> You're good. Like, uh, yeah, like this body has been good, bro. Like, <laughs> oh, appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> You've been doing this for a while, eh? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, but it's been a crazy ride, man. Just getting to meet people like you, people who like I never would have. We never would have crossed paths. No, I never would have come in here. No. But it's but we, people we that have. say yes are the people you like. Like, yes. you know what I mean? Like, not everyone's just going to be like, like, think of it from my perspective. 
oh, someone sent me this guy. I'm like, I don't even know him like that. Yeah, you don't know me at all. Yeah, <laughs> this is the first time meeting, guys. <laughs> no. But uh, not everyone's going to say yes. But mm -hmm. the people that say yes, those yeah. are the action. Like, yes. I don't want to say, I don't want to hype up myself. No, but, hype, man. You um, should. Yeah, because you were there. I was like, I messaged you. You messaged me right back pretty quick. You took yeah. that phone call. Like we, and I even thought, like, I'm tired today. And I was like, I played it out in my head. I'm going to text Alex and say I'm not coming. It's like, no, that's not even an option right now. It's like, <laughs> you, you make a plan and you, because you know doing this is a hundred times better than, than not doing it. Yeah. Right? Like, we both gain so much, even if it's just the enjoyment. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Like, I never said no to anything, like, opportunity-wise. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that's the biggest thing, too. Once you find your passion, um, just being a yes person, oh man, it's yeah, like it just brings you into better places, like you know, what I mean, opportunity wise. Mm -hmm. Now, have you ever found the danger of saying yes to too many things? Yes, or saying yes to the wrong thing, but yeah, saying yes to too many things. Yes, I have to, like, like, bef like before I got asked. Like to do, like I think I'm in a position now where people just ask just because, uh, you know, you're, yeah, yeah, you're in compound, this and that. I have to like realize what their intent is now. Ah, but, mm, good point. Um, yeah, definitely have to be more, just because I attract more of those people that just kind of just do it, just to do it. Right, right, right. But uh, most point, of the man. time, I'm still helping them and if I get. Right. That's, that's the thing. It's like if you, if you have something to give, sure, say yes and, and yeah. try and help. But you, I guess you, what you really want to get, I, or for, for me, where I want to get is like where I can say no to yeah. some things and say yes to the shit that really matters. Yes, you know? that's true. But maybe, maybe you have to say yes a lot early on to, to get there. Yeah, especially, yes especially now, like I'm trying to maximize my time with everything. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to say no more in the next year just because time is money now holy sh like time is it, yeah man. time is all we got but uh so what is your so are you are you pretty uh like strict with yourself as far as time management goes um no no <laughs> you just get it done like how do you how do you how do you decide what to do in a day or in a month yeah. or in a year bro i've been so bad at that mm. but what i'm planning to do in 2021 wake up every day i should plan out my weeks my nice. Especially I have that new series that I have. It's called Road to a Milli. Okay. Pretty much the whole, the whole point of the series is to get to a million dollars. But nice. I'm going to get there by maximizing my, my income mm -hmm. and minimizing my expenses. Mm -hmm. So before the Road to before like three months ago now, mm -hmm. before that time, I never had a budget. I, nev wow. I never knew how much I spent. The finances was, I didn't even know what finances were. Chaos. Like, I was making lots of money, cutting lots of people's hair, but right. I, I didn't know where the money was going. I was legit broke. I actually, I actually showed on the episode, episode one, mm -hmm. I'm in debt because of the shop, right? Okay. And then I, sh I shared it, bro. Yeah. I, I said, you know what? If people know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be more accountable. And That's cool, man. So now I'm like, I'm going to be more organized. Organized, oh my God, it's such a good, <laughs> it's, like being organized is everything. Yes. Not just, not just in like small things, it's like. In everything. Bro, in life. It, it's true, man. 
Mm-hmm. That's what changed my life. And actually Himalaya and I talked about this was writing a journal every yeah. day, sit down and write what you did that day. Yeah. And then man, when you can go back and read your life, like a story, a year long story of your life and see, Oh, I fucked up here. I fucked up here. I fucked up here. I fucked up. But also, Oh, I was slowly succeeding as I went along too. Yeah. I think that just, then that, I guess, just to your point, that, I think, that uh, helps with the organization. Yeah. Get your yeah. shit together. <laughs> my, my um, road to a milli mm-hmm. is pretty much a video form of a journal. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm so, going to watch that. I'm going to. Yeah. I'm on how's episode. the road going? Um, good. So you were in debt like X. A well, few thousand I'm or? only on episode seven, bro. Oh, shit. Okay. It's, I was in debt 37,000. I think now it's like a 30. Oh, there you go. I, I'm, I'm actually on episode seven about to reveal that number. But you guys are getting a first peek. You heard it here. Come He's on. still now. in debt, folks. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Uh, um, so, but yeah, like your business is in debt. Like, are you an incorporated? No, no, no. This is personal loan. But oh, okay. we use it for the business. Copy. Okay. All so right. it's like, it's like if you wanted, if you've always wanted to know how much it costs to run a business, this and that, mm. I pretty much go transparent, transparent mode right there. That's pretty cool, man. That's like, actually, and the more transparent you are, the more you're going to get, the more eyes on your product, I think. People I say, think so. This guy's laying it all out there, man. Yeah. Like, and it's easier for people to trust me. What am I, like, okay, I, I tell you how much I'm profiting from you. Right. I tell you, I tell you my, um, my reason, mm-hmm. my intent, everything. So you, so where did the startup money for this business come from? I just took a loan, bro. You took a loan from yeah. the, ATB. The bank? Okay. Oh, the small. Oh, 50, yeah, they're good for that, right? Fifty k. Okay. My partner did fifty k. This cost us a hundred k. So you went in a hundred k. And then you started going further into debt, just the expense of running the business. Well. Or how did that? Initial work? debt was fifty. Sure. But with COVID, you know, we had freaking close for like half of the year. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, we were paying off the loan. Okay. But at the same time, we're not making money <laughs> right. as owners because we still have, like, the business well, yeah. has to run first before us. Right. And we don't get paid from the business because it's so early. Like, small businesses always fail. There's a big percentage of bis- small business to fail, right? That's it. I imagine. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we're one of the businesses that struggled and we're still alive still gratefully alive. like yeah we're just happy we're still here but so you have other streams of income then like you don't take money from here is like you don't pay I mean, yourself a salary or you do like i cut hair and then i get paid for those cuts gotcha but like my barbers yeah they just go to the business i see yeah okay but uh yeah i have the coaching the right um what else yeah that's pretty much it i try to start other businesses but uh I said, yo, if you have too much things going on, it's, well, that, it's yeah. actually tougher. You say yes to too many things. Again. Yeah, <laughs> for real. But so it's it, nice. Like, it I got to nice. experience it. That's yeah. it. But, like. Man, I think that's so great that you're 22 and you're doing this. Like, when I was 22, I think there was things I was doing to myself. Drugs and alcohol. <laughs> and just living it. I just didn't look at life at all like this. I, yeah. I, I think I was 25, 26 before I even thought, oh. Like, I could make my life what I wanted it. Life was kind of happening to me yeah. for a long, long time. Well, school yeah. set you up like that because yes. in school, there's curriculum, there's things you expect. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what, I the main reason why people go to school is that, okay, when you go to school, there's diff, 
okay, they tell you, you need to take this class, this class, this class, mm -hmm. so you can get into this. It's all kind of laid out already. Right. You think yes. so? I you agree with you. That, that's, that's the right? whole. It's laid out. I would even say that school generally just trains people to be good employees. You know? I it, mean, it, <laughs> lots of TikToks blow up saying that. but Is that uh, right? No, like, everyone kind of just... School is this river. Everyone kind of jumps into the river, goes with the flow. Mm. But they find out after, after that, they're like, yo, now you have full control. Or some people see it as a bad thing, but it's actually good. You have right. full control. You, you decide what you want to do. Mm -hmm. You decide where you're going to go, you know? Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? It does make sense. And it, but I, I don't know. I mean, it's, I guess <laughs> it, it also depends on people's personality. Like I, I know someone who went to school, university into medical school now they're a doctor yeah. so, well they're making a, a lot amount they're making a lot of money they're yeah. having a good lifestyle but also mm -hmm. every day if they go to work it's like they have decided they have decided this is my life you know what i mean like they just yeah. went down a track and uh, we love doctors though we love oh, doctors yeah. <laughs> I, that's the thing is like i'm not hating maybe their personality and they're smart enough they should be a doctor but i guess maybe you or a guy like me too is like i just i can't see life like this i, I have to see it you know yes exactly i do have a, a doctor client okay i asked him the fucking question everyone should ask them yo if you had to live relive it again would you do it mm. like the 10 years and you asked him that yeah this guy said nah what the heck <laughs> said yo being a doctor is good for your kids whoa it's not good for you that's whoa. what he said uh shout out <laughs> to you if you're watching <laughs> yeah. but um no, it is true though. Yeah. Your 20s, you're pretty much by the time you're done your school, you're 30. Yeah. 30 something. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, that's nothing wrong with starting your life there, but no. he wants to experience how, like, you know, like the life in early on. Right? Because no, now you're going to go to work and then your, your kids are going to be rich. Right. Or they're not going to be rich. They're, they're going to be, you know. They, you can give them a life where yeah. they, they start up here already, right? Like, yeah. And I, I, would, I have a friend who listens to many episodes of this podcast whose wife is a doctor. I, we have, I have to be clear that I'm not... Yeah. We're not disrespecting. <laughs> yeah, like, no. She's a genius. She should be a doctor. It depends how you look at it, too. Like, if you look at it like, oh, I'm, I'm uh, helping the community, you know, this and that. Yeah. There's noble... There's, it's very noble. And it's yeah. Like, it's, I want to be a surgeon, bro. I want to be able to freaking do that, but... Yeah, you could. 10 You're, years? Oof. Rather build a business. The ROI, you know, return <laughs> of investment in time. Yeah, but what does a surgeon make? Like a top surgeon or even a surgeon, any surgeon? We cut a surgeon too. Oh. <laughs> I asked him, I asked a lot of uh, questions, like weird questions to people. So cool. he's a neurosurgeon. Oh, wow. Works over here. Um, I don't know if there's a, a, I don't know if there's many of them, but okay. I'll Probably just say not. it. We'll just say the story for your audience. Do it, man. <laughs> they can yeah. probably find who it is, but. Uh, <laughs> first time client i was like so whatever you do is it hard i asked him is it actually hard like physically do it mm -hmm. guy said nah anyone can do it i was like i, I do <laughs> he, he said yeah I, like i do the same thing every day i was like so you think i can shadow and maybe do hands-on <laughs> <laughs> this guy went to school for like 12 years I, some freaking barber asked him oh you want to learn but you've obviously got hand, good hands, right? That's like what I mean. Like, steady. yo, look, I have stable hands. There the guy go. said, yeah, your hands don't need to be stable. Look, the guy said, yeah, my hands can he's shake. He's shaking all over. And he's a neurosurgeon. So, so what's the key then? If the they just, they're just going to be okay with going to school for that long. Right. 
they need someone who's committed like hell to just the one thing. But um, yeah, it seems like a happy guy. Well, what did he drive up in? It's like a Porsche, but like. Okay. Yeah, he lives all the way like south side. Right. Goes to work here. He's like, yeah. I asked him, would you recommend a neurosurgeon like if you're older? It's like, yeah, some people get out of the school like too old, like 50s, 60s. It's like, I don't think they can handle it because we do 36-hour days sometimes. I was like, yo, you know there's only 24 hours in a day. <laughs> but yeah. Not in my life, man, apparently. It's funny, yo. So who, doctor, surgeon, anybody else that sticks out in your mind that you've cut um, their hair and they dentist, blow in your mind? Dentist. Dentist, yeah. Well, dentists like what seven years? I think so. Yeah, about that. Um, they're not. They're not complaining. Everybody no. like they have the lifestyle of work, go on vacation, work. You know. Yeah. They love that, and everybody like Canadian. That's like the Canadian lifestyle. You know, go to work. <laughs> totally. Vacation, vacation, Mexico. Right. Anywhere, but there's nothing wrong with that. No. Nothing wrong with that at all. Because isn't that kind of the lifestyle you're after? Yeah. Or yeah. It's yeah. the lifestyle I'm after, but what 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 is work to me is not what what's yeah, work to a dentist. Exactly, right? you know, <laughs> we're yeah. not miserable at work. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I'm never miserable at work. No. It never even feels like work. That's what I'm saying. Same here. Legit, I look forward to the, that day we're working instead of the day we're off. Right. But right. There's something to it, man. Where it's like because our work, it's not work, and our job is not a job. It's like we're just doing what we're put here to do in a way it's like i'm doing what i should be i hate saying that word should but i'm doing what i am you know what i mean yeah what i do is what i am yeah this is what i can offer the world i don't know what it's worth but this is what i have to offer the world you <laughs> hey, know man. that's like we're we're gifted for that we got to be grateful because yeah. i don't know what i would have done if i didn't find barbering you know hmm. and just by chance you were cutting your friend's hair in the basement we were broke yeah. That's why, I don't know, I, I never, like, talked to you in, like, before this, but some people, they're always like, I got to be ready to have a kid, this and that. Mm. Bro, my family never provided for me after, like, after high school, this and that. Like, I never even paid for my high school. I dropped out of high school. Really? Just because last semester, my only motivation to finish school was go to grad. Mm. But I owed the school the whole three years. <laughs> I had to pay oh. them back. My parents were never going to pay. They had to pay for your school, for high school? Yeah, apparently. I oh. think I was. Here or I where were you? Yeah, here. Okay. But, um, yeah, a lot of people, like, I, I tell them, yo, I'm ready to have a kid. They're like, are you sure? Are you sure you want a kid right now? They're like, mm, what, what is ready? Like, you, have, you need right. to be rich, this and that. Bro, I provided for my family. Like, bro, if I have a kid, I don't have to be rich. Like, the kid can just struggle too. <laughs> like how I did, man. It made me the way I am. Like if I'm struggling growing up, I don't want my, I want my kid to struggle too, man. That's right. <laughs> I just want to be best friends with the kid. And if I'm going to build businesses too, I need, like my kid's going to be the one <laughs> running them. That's awesome. But like, I think there's something to that. that You're probably never ready to have a kid. And I don't know your situation today. <laughs> no, no, no. I think you're right. And I don't, but I don't think that's the thing. It's like, you, People always like, oh, I need to be ready. Yeah, well, you're never ready. And your doctor friend said, uh, being a doctor, or no. Is that what you said? The doctor is only yeah. good for your kids? It's like, that's That's what he said. I'm not, I didn't say that. Sure. He, he said that. Listen, <laughs> I'm not putting words in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> the doctor said that. The doctor said, the doctor said. But, 
But that's the thing is like, there's a danger there to giving your kids too much cushion and too much comfort. I almost like what you're saying. Yeah. Make your kid provide for you. <laughs> <laughs> like I legit provided for my family. That's why. So tell I me about that. I didn't say that on. I didn't say that in my road to Millie, actually. Oh, you so should. This, but, this uh, is exclusive content. Exclusive, bro. But the reason why I was, because I was making lots of money at home okay. before I opened this. I was cutting 100 clients a week, this and that. But, uh, yeah, I have a family of six. Um, like, I was never good at saving money either mm -hmm. way. Right. But, um, yeah, I was just letting my family borrow money just because nobody was working. Mm -hmm. So I was pretty much providing. But, uh, yeah, I just never asked. For, like, I don't expect the money back. Mm. But, like, if I didn't right. give them the money, I, I could use it to pay for the loan. For but sure. with my mon bad money uh, management, I, w I think I would have spent it either way. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I was the only one working in my family, a 17-year-old kid, 18-year-old kid. Do you mind telling me why or what was well, going on? Well, they were on trying here? out trading. They were trying out other things. Your your mom and dad? Or? Yeah, everybody. Yeah. And did, are you first generation Canadian, or did yes. your, your parents came here from the Philippines? Yeah. Okay. And yeah. they just were trying to make a life. Yeah, they're actually really. They're not like your typical Asians because okay. they like trying out new things. They told me not to go to school. Like interesting. Like they just told me to follow my my dreams, follow my passion, hmm. and. I'm grateful that they are like that, but um, yeah, like I had to provide for them, which is the, you know, like not everybody <laughs> experienced that, but oh, at the crazy. same time, yeah, you know, I can do whatever. They gave you the best gift they could have by saying, don't, don't go to school. Well, <laughs> do what you I was skipping school in grade 12. Right. My mom called me, you know, usually if you're Asian or any, any fucking yeah, high school no, kid, yeah. your parent catches you, like, oh shoot. I was playing video games, Call of Duty. Yeah. My mom just said, oh, you, you have school? Yeah, I do. Okay, you don't want to go? All right. Just let me keep Didn't playing. Fight. Yeah. Why not? Hey, if, I'm, if I wasn't happy at school, they don't, like, they don't want me there. Hmm. It was just all about being happy. I didn't realize what they did until like this year. Right. Like, damn, why am I, why am I so just like, why do I just do what I want? Right. Like my friends, my people around me, like they're all so scared to like go against. Interesting. Like they're what their parents want them to do. Right. I get why now. My parents never cared. <laughs> I'm lucky, bro. Truly, because you're. But it could have ended bad. It could have gone very badly for you. <laughs> right. Like, but like. But why didn't it? What? I'm you, just. A, I think I'm just an action taker. I just say yes right. to everything. You say yes to everything, but you seem you said yes to the right things. Like you could have said yes to crack cocaine and. and oh yeah. You know what I mean. I never done drugs. Ah. I never. Well, before like this year, I only drank for my birthday. Okay. And uh, compound. Like, okay. Um, grand opening. Right on. So twice a year. And I'm still at twice a year. Good for you. I, I don't know why I never said. I never said yes to those. I never, never smoked smoke weed, weed before. Never. Never. Don't bro. ever do it. Really? It almost ruined my life. Why? Uh, it made me just chronically lazy cr and chronically really? mentally, uh, mentally weak. And my friends have been asking me since junior high. And where are I they? Didn't grow up, I didn't grow up in the right hood. I grew up in Baikal Steel. Oh, wow. I mean, really the, I'm from gone. the hood, but yeah. I, never, I never tried it. I don't know why. Just, my you parents just said no? Good for you. Yeah. Like, Seriously. I don't know why. I, my parents let me, bro. My dad legit smoked. <laughs> really? Well, he was doing it for his knee because oh, okay. it was hurting. But 
No, man. I think it's. I think. I don't know why, bro. Weed, weed gets this reputation as being this, this whatever, this this medicine, which fair enough. But personally, it almost ruined my life. I know some other people who really? would say the same or would say it's not all that it's cracked up to be. Oh, really? I, I, yeah. I don't know. But I you will don't try know. it. Like, I feel like I'm mentally strong to just... I'm never, I never get addicted to anything. Okay. So. Well, you could smoke one joint and have, an, have a good time. Really? But, well, I think. But I was getting to the point where like, I was buying it and for years buying it and doing yeah. it daily. And I know a lot of people... That, I, I can't believe I, I wasted a lot of time. I would have rather. When did been, you realize that? I would rather have been 50k in debt running a barbershop and smoking <laughs> weed every day. <laughs> when did you realize you were wasting your money in this and that? Oh man, it, too late. Probably I was 20, 25. It really like. It's not uh, bad. 25, it kicked in, and then it took maybe two or three years to, to, to fully get it out of my life. So and now was, you're like, no more. I haven't touched it in over a year. Oh really? I haven't even. Good job, man. Thank you. Yeah, it's. It's not good stuff. But maybe that's just me. There's other people that don't yeah, seem yeah. to get affected by it like that. Yeah. But I mean, you got to find out your goal if it's not right. getting you towards that. Uh, that's right. I'm just fascinated by your by your your family story though. We, like yeah. <laughs> Because I mean, do you know other people whose parents were permissive like that and and it didn't go so well? Do I? No, all my friends have strict parents. Mm. I do have a friend that he also provides for his family. Okay. But um, he just works hard. Mm. He doesn't, like, risk. For me, I, I, I risk everything, bro. <laughs> like, That's it. Like, the shop, this and that, you know? Mm. And what's the, what's the, what does it look like if that risk goes bad? Like, if, if the risk happens and you lose, mm. you know, like, what do you do? I mean, this is kind of, like, it's not, I'm not a millionaire from this, you know? Right. But each problem you just figure it out like i don't know like you never really prepare for anything like with risks you you can calculate as much as you want but like you never know until you get there Mm. so having confidence in yourself knowing you're gonna you're gonna solve any problem there is Mm -hmm. just by you know because you're never gonna have the chance if you don't even try in the first place like like okay that's right you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. No, you're like, speaking the truth, man. It's like the potential is endless if you just say yes and if you just take yeah. that risk. But if you don't take the risk, then you have nothing. Yeah. Sounds boring. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to hate you if you don't like that, but mm-hmm. that's just the way I am. I will just take risk any day. Yeah. Like, I didn't know you. You were a stranger to me. I said, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, like, I didn't even cross my mind to say no. Yeah. What did you what did you stand what did you see in your mind that you could gain from doing this? Like what what was kind of the payoff? That's the thing, bro. A lot of people look at situations like this. Mm-hmm. They're like, "Okay, what is it for me?" Right. Right. Bro, for me, like you got to ask yourself. Let's say let's say you're a barber or let's say you're a videographer. Mm-hmm. There was a kid that was um where you were like this kid doesn't have experience like i don't know a year a year in or whatever Mm -hmm. like would you teach him everything if you didn't get no credit for it he didn't say thank you would Mm. you still do it maybe maybe Like you don't gain anything i gain nothing but in teaching you gain a lot though probably 
but I don't yeah. get the glory or the, you don't get the, the ego stroking of yeah, so this like, man's a great Yeah, so like you kind of have to just do things yeah. just, just out of kindness. You don't have, mm-hmm. the, never expect anything back. Like don't do good things just to have shit back from it. Like I've yeah. done podcasts where the guy came like, like I don't want to diss him. I don't think he's going to watch this, but <laughs> they, he's my client. He's like, yo, can you be on our podca- podcast? He comes with the iPhone, just one mic. We shared, like three of us shared it. Mm. Never heard from it. Mm. Like, okay, it might have been a waste of time, but <laughs> I just did it. Freaking, I wasn't expecting anything from it. Right. So just have zero expectation back. Right. Do good things without no expectation. I think that's right, man. That's why barber, barbershop owners are always mad on Instagram. They're like, ah, oh, I trained this barber, and then they just end up leaving no respect this and that i'm like okay well did you train them because you you wanted you wanted them to make you money that's why like what was your intent so it's all about intent man like i train my barbers so that they become successful either here or anywhere they want so when i when i have a hairstylist leave me Mm -hmm. that's fine she's still successful somewhere else you know what I mean? No, that's 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 the answer, man. That's the answer <laughs> I was looking for. Good for you. I, I think that's right. Yeah. I'm trying to do that with this podcast a little bit where it's like just make connections. Yeah. I don't know where it's going to go. Maybe someday we work together on something. Maybe we do another podcast. Yeah. Maybe we never see each other again. Who knows? Bro, so far, man, <laughs> you've been asking really good questions and I can already tell, damn, there's going to be... <laughs> could be something, man. It could Yo, be something. Like I didn't expect anything from it, but... Mm-hmm. And that's there's the chances once again, exact, bro. The risk. If you don't expect anything, the potential is infinite. Yeah. If you expect, well, yeah. I hope that I can sell this guy on on my course, or I hope I can wheel him in some way, and then I don't. Well, then I, then it's a failure. Yeah. But, that's actually what I learned recently is with marketing. Right. You know how there's people that are always asking you to buy. Yeah. But um, they kind of get annoying. Yeah. But um recently what i've been trying is okay what's the end goal to help anyway right Mm -hmm. so i'm just trying to help as much as i can with no return like i'm not asking for nothing back and then eventually they'll just come buy shit it's like the best way of marketing just like expecting nothing back right um gary v yeah you know oh yeah he talks about it in his book too like jab 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 left hook Ah. give value give value give value give value and then you can ask for one big thing back. That makes sense. If that's like a guy asked me, he's like, he's trying to get into the film industry. And he's like, what should I do? And I was like, wow. Really, it's just, you have to start just helping people. Show up on a set and work for free, you know? Do the shitty jobs, go get the coffee, whatever. Be of service, be of service, give, give, give. Mm-hmm. And then maybe one day ask, hey, can I get a shot on the camera? <laughs> yeah. Can I get a shot gripping, can I, whatever. But. Mm-hmm. I guess that's the problem is every, everybody looks at things as being transactional. Like you say, it's like, yeah. what's in it for me? Yeah. I'm giving you this. What are you going to give me? It's like, like, how about I just give you so fucking much yes. that you can't deny yeah. that I'm worth something. And you won't lose because you're doing it with yeah. a good intention. True. Even if you don't get nothing back. As the Christians say, you're coming <laughs> from a place of love. Yeah. <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> I grew up like a uh, Catholic, but like... oh. I never go to church. No. I just, I don't know. <laughs> I'm I just like, this is your church, man. This is my church, but yeah. Yeah, um, yeah fucking. Beautiful. 
Thanks for your time, Alec. This was this was yeah. a good one. Bro, that was hella good talk, man. And uh, there was no stress. Like I just fucking good. Just let it out, man. Just let it flow. Fuck yeah. it, just man. like you're in the you were in the barber chair for once, eh? And I was cutting yeah. your hair. <laughs> Bro, you asked some really good questions, man. Um, Compound Cut Club downtown. If you need a haircut, and I don't know, thirty-one fifty, isn't it? For half an hour. <laughs> so that's good. for Pat. I'm 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 gonna be charging like forty-five. Oh Jesus! But okay. <laughs> hey, it's a therapy, man. Exactly. How much is your therapist? Yeah, it's more than a, it's more than a haircut <laughs> at Compound Cut Club. And look at this place. You have to show B-rolls now. Yeah, totally. I'll give you some. You All right. Me. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, Alec, I can't wait to see what we do together. I have to cut your hair now, bro. Okay, not right now, but soon. No, like, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, from now on. Okay, in the new year. You're going to give me the faded, the, the, the modern mullet. I don't know. What type of client are you, bro? What do you value? What do I value? In your hair, in your daily daily life oh uh, well i don't Quick. know for years it, it, gr- it grows fast so i like i, I go short 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 yeah. when i get excited. skin fade yeah i Zero think fade. yeah but you know what the thing is is the the beard and the sideburns don't connect so that's fade it fade it in you can try but there's a there's a dead zone there that you gotta the fade starts from zero so oh. the dead zone is already oh you work with the dead zone yeah now i'm also thinking my hairline is going to slowly start receding as i get older i think maybe Wear it down. is just help me out with that I make it look like um, what's the guy from uh, Notebook? Ryan Gosling. That's human. You think? Yep. What a compliment. I just need the haircut. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's how you get clients, guys. That's how you get clients. Thank you, Alex. Yo, bro. It's a good time, man. Alrighty. Compound Cut Club. When you need a haircut, you come here. Thank you for listening to the North Bank Media Podcast. If you enjoy this conversation, please subscribe on YouTube and give us a like. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please subscribe as well and leave a five-star review.